0: Welcome to season two of the Be Good to Your Money podcast. I want to say a special thank you for listening and sharing the podcast. We posted 29 episodes over the first season. It is our goal to increase that number because finances are changing at an alarming rate. So if you haven't subscribed, please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast channel, such as Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Pandora, Samsung, and iHeartRadio. Previews of the podcast are available on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, which is now known as X. Again, thank you for taking this journey with me. And remember, if you be good to your money, your money will be good to you. Hi, and welcome back to the Be Good to Your Money podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lisa. Today, we're going to talk about the three reasons why there are massive repos of cars. Currently, there are $1.5 with a T, car loans outstanding. And the number one holders of these car loans are Capital One and Wells Fargo. Next to a house, a car is the second largest purchase most people make. And if you bought your house over 20 years ago, excuse me, there is a great chance your car payment is more than your mortgage. In 2023, the average car payment is over $750. That's providing you didn't trade in a car in which there was already an outstanding loan. In that case, if you traded in a car with an outstanding loan and purchased a new car, then the average payment jumps to about $950 per month. Now, there are some key factors that you need to consider when applying for a car loan. The dealership look at your liabilities, that is what you owe, your assets, which is what you own, your income, your monthly expenses, and your credit score. Many banks and credit unions will accept credit scores of 620 or higher. High-end cars such as Lexus, uh, Audis, they look for an average credit score of $750 or higher. So why are we seeing so many cars being repossessed? Well, many people are buying cars to impress other people. This has been the factor for over a century with people buying cars to impress other people. So whether it's a car, a house, clothing, etc., we are usually buying what we don't need or can't afford to impress someone who really doesn't care. Second, we are trading in cars with a loan balance. This means that we are paying for the new car and the old car. And I have a lot of people that say to me, oh, I got a really good deal on my new car. They paid off the old car. And so I have a new car now with a new payment. And I have to stop to explain to so many people, yes, they sent the money in to pay off the old car, but you paid, you were paying this amount in with your new car. Because most people don't look at the contract. They just focus on the payments. So once they see the payment is the amount that they uh, hope that it will be, they don't ever look at the contract. As as you know, I'm a math teacher, math person, and I always tell people, look at the numbers. And I have to go back and show individuals, here is where they added in the car loan balance. So you are paying for the old car and the new car. And the third thing is, we are financing a car for 20 years, or I'm sorry, 10 years or longer. Most people don't even take care of their car to last 20 years. Therefore, they are trading in the car Before the loan is paid in full. If you finance a car, for example, for 10 years and you don't take care of this car, then in five years you probably find yourself purchasing another car. And so now you have five years left on the old car and you're financing a new car for 12, 15 years. This is unacceptable just to get a car to impress someone else. So, before you purchase your next car, these are the three things that I want you to consider. Number one, do I really need another car? Why am I buying this car? Is it really about the fact that I need another car, or I just want this car because my cousin bought a new car and I, you know, someone at work bought a new car and it's all about impressing someone else? So, number two, Why am I buying a new car? Is it possible that you could get a used car, even though the interest rate is higher on a loan for a used car? Maybe it's uh, something that you could pay cash for. Do I really need a new car? You know, I have some people that work a mile from their job. Why are you paying $1,000 a month for a brand new car when you could just buy a n- used car, which you could potentially pay cash for and to go a mile or two to work. And number three, how much of a car can I comfortably afford? Can I afford this $1,000 a month payment along with everything else that I have to do? So consider these things so you won't be one of those people who are watching the repo man tow your car away. It's been, I've been in that position before, and it does not feel good. So thank you for joining me. And again, remember, if you be good to your money, your money will be good to you. Thank you and have a wonderful week.